you know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. I think the world needs to hear what we have to say. are still watching this train wreck of oh, a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode six of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am one of your hosts, Claire, here with my co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. We got a lot to cover this week. Holy cow. Everybody just buckle up. It's going to be a hell of an episode. Yes, we have so, so, so much to cover, but it's going to be it's going to be a fun episode. And um, I guess we're going to obviously, as we usually do, we have The Bachelor to talk about, which I mean, a lot, a lot happened this episode, which we can get into it. A lot of girls actually yeah. left. So interesting wild um but before we get into that what have you been up to lately I've just been doing work and a whole lot of nothing since we got back from our trip and it's been great yeah yeah same I mean I feel like I've just been getting back into the groove after that one little short trip that I took but man I had like it's rare that this happens but I had like three meetings Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, like at night, like back to back days. And like that just about wore me out. I mean, like it's all fun stuff, but man, it's like, <laughs> I can only do so much of that. So I'm actually really grateful for a night off to just kind of hang out with you. This is a good change. So, and it's funny anyway. because we're hanging out on Valentine's Day. You're, it's like you're my Valentine. I know you're my Valentine. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. We'll get, we'll get into to Valentine's Day in a little bit. And, you know, we're, we're not one of those. Clearly, we are not one of those people who are out about on Valentine's Day with our lover. We are at home cozy ah. <laughs> talking nope. about bullshit. That's what we do on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no. We do best day day I have no issues with that, though. So, um, well, yeah, we have a lot to cover this episode. Like I said, we'll talk about, obviously, um, this last episode of The Bachelor. And then, excitingly, I'm super excited to talk about this, too, is uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiered this week, which I'm yes. so pumped for. So, I I used to watch a lot of Real Housewives in college, and then I kind of veered off of it post-college and just recently got back into it, and I rewatched starting from season one of Beverly Hills and got caught caught up all the way to the premiere so I could watch this season. So I had a a binge watch of it. So I'm excited it's back. Yes. That's a lot of Beverly Hills. But man, if you want to pick like one show from the entire franchise to go back and watch from the jump, like that is such a good one because Beverly Hills has been consistently amazing. Yes. And I started, I picked that one first because I actually watched Vanderpump Vanderpump Rules um, to begin with because I didn't watch it when I was live on TV so I started with season one of Vanderpump Rules and watched that all the way through and then I was like well I guess I should watch Beverly Hills now so I did and so I need to pick another Real Housewives to get back into as well besides Dallas which I clearly watch because represent but it's for Atlanta. I'm going back and rewatching Atlanta because I feel like that's the one that I kind of skipped over a little bit and uh yeah, there's just there's so much shade in Atlanta that I, I just I, I eat it up. I swear. So yes. if, if you want to go back and watch Atlanta, I'll do it with you. I have I'd... another friend that's going back and like totally rewatching all of Atlanta right now too. Nice. Yeah, I remember watching some of that in college too and really liking it. I don't know why I I stopped post college. I got really busy with my job after college, so I had zero time on my hands. That's probably why. So yes, now yeah, that because you're a grown up, you're not like me, like. <laughs> skating through PT school and watching Real Housewives every chance I can get. <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic, poor, though. Poor oh. <laughs> well, well, we'll get into that in just a, a little bit. And then when we, after we talk about that, since it is obviously Valentine's Day, it's very appropriate that you and I have a, a quick chat just about our thoughts on Valentine's Day and just some random stories that we've encountered over the years with it. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So let's, uh, I guess just to start off, let's uh, dive in into The Bachelor. So I remember last week they ended the episode with a to be continued. So this was obviously knowing it was going to pick up, I mean, right where it left off this episode and it definitely did. So um, 
last week, you know, it ended with the beef between Nicole and um, Anyeka and Colton walking off and leaving all of the girls and like, oh, what's going to happen now? So I guess we start we start basically with the rose ceremony. Yeah, because uh, Chris Harrison comes on. And he's like, by the way, there will be no cocktail party. We're just going straight to the rose ceremony. It's like, oh, shit, just hit the fan. Yeah. Okay. So. And I was honestly very, sur- I don't, I was surprised because you know how ABC is like they, I would have thought that he would have kept one of these two girls on. So he had two girls to send home at this rose ceremony. And the fact that he sent both Nicole and Onyeka home, I was like, wow, I'm impressed. Because I figured he would keep one of them. I thought he would. Okay. I thought he was so pissed off that he was just over it. And he's just like, both of y'all get out of here. Done. Which is why I was glad. You're petty nonsense. Yes, I was glad that's how it went. Because I was like, ABC's going to pull some bullshit and have him keep either Nicole or Onyeka and like have them just stick around for a while. But the fact he sent them both home, I was like, off to a good start. I'm excited. So bye-bye. They're gone. Um, Yeah. Very glad. Yeah. So then we go to Vietnam is where we we go to next. And uh, oh man, I, I'm just laughing because these girls are like so obsessed with Thailand and Vietnam. And I'm like, man, you want to pick like a t- typical millennial destination is like South Southeast Asia. I mean, th- this is just perfect. And they're all like running and skipping through like this lush part of Vietnam. And I'm like, these bitches like wouldn't know the difference if they were in Mexico because they're on a resort. <laughs> so true. They're though. like, they're like, this is so beautiful. Oh my gosh, Vietnam is so amazing. I'm like, you're not in Vietnam. You're on like a sandals in Vietnam. Like it doesn't even count. Like go no. out in the streets and like go to like a monkey temple or something. Don't yep. just sit here and tell me that like you're obsessed with Vietnam. I can't. No. And then they do the whole thing where they're on the balcony. They're like, good morning, Vietnam. And I'm like, do any of these girls even know what the Vietnam War was about? Like, I, I seriously doubt it. And they don't get that reference either. Probably a lot of them like from no, the movie, I'm you know? Even, all those girls like were born like way after good morning, Vietnam. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah. I was just cracking up watching that. But anyway, I'll put my judginess aside <laughs> and we'll talk about uh the first uh, one-on-one, which finally Hannah G gets a one-on-one. And we've kind of known that like Hannah G has flown under the radar and like, obviously she and Colton have chemistry and Colton's just kind of been keeping her in his back pocket. Like, Hey girl, I got you. You're going to continue on. Mm-hmm. I just got to play this game with ABC and get, jump through all these hoops that they're making me jump through, but I got you. So they go on this date and I can't remember what the date card said, but they end know. up at the spa and like the whole time I'm like, I feel like I'm watching softcore right now. Yes, like, I'm like, this is, is really, porn. Really sensual for an ABC like national network TV bachelor yes. date. Ooh, I was cringing. So. I'm like, I couldn't imagine if being her, I'm like if her, her parents are watching this right now. I'm like, literally all they did was make out they were basically dry humping each other the entire time. Right, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is so She's like weird. on top of him on this like masseuse table in a bikini. And I'm like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable watching this. Yes, it was so <laughs> weird. Um, that's all. And there was no sub. Uh, that was all that the date was. It reminded me of the date he had with Cassie, though, last week where all they did was make out, yeah. too. And I'm like, clearly yeah. he is very, very into both of oh, Cassie and, and to Hannah. I mean that's when that's all that they do um and it's like okay are they gonna actually talk about anything and so when they go on their on their dinner date and they start talking it was more about just basically nothing it was more of her saying she had talked to him I guess a couple weeks ago saying it's so hard for me to open up like it's just I don't like to do it and it was more of her saying that too and then what she opened up about was her parents divorce when she was younger which is sad but it was it just there was just it was just nothing like there was nothing it's else to it I have no notes on it like I'm trying to like find notes on it. I'm like I got nothing I mean it was just it was dirty no it was nothing <laughs> which I'm sure I'm sure most of America loved yes but it was like, <laughs> I was very uh very uncomfortable yeah so, so I'm not the only one no she gets the rose and and that's it like okay cool well she's top we've always we've said from the very beginning she's top four if not top two and this just yeah. solidified that for him so um for sure and so then we go on to our next group date which this is when we find out because there are only a certain number of girls now that don't have 
or that have not had a one-on-one date with Colton. And I guess those, those girls were Demi, Sydney, Katie, and Kerpa. And so they're like, well, obviously it's getting to the point where it's, you know, if you don't have a one-on-one, like it's getting to the, the final, basically like 10 or less than, than that. They're like, it's very important to have that one-on-one time. So it's like, who's going to get it? And they give it to Kerpa, which I was, I was surprised. I figured, I don't know. She, she has that, she's had zero screen time. So I figured she it was been to someone else. Yeah. So, um, but we'll, we'll talk about Kerpa's date in, in a, just a minute, yeah. but the, the group side, can we, can we talk about what's going on with Kerpa's chin? It almost looks like she like had stitches cause she yes. has like a stary strip over it. Like, did you ever find anything yes. out about that? So, um, ABC, I follow ABC or not ABC, the bachelor on Facebook and on Instagram and they posted cause they were getting so many questions about it and they had it filmed not like of her hurting herself, but a little segment they just didn't put in the show. But basically I think it's when they were in Thailand, she was out on the beach standing on some rocks wanting to take a selfie and she slipped and just felt face planted onto the rocks and split her chin open. And they had to take her to the emergency room. She had to get stitches and it was this whole big thing for her trying to get a selfie. <laughs> Like, I mean, I just feel like if I was in, if I was the doctor in that scenario, I'd just look at her, just be like, "Was it worth it? <laughs> Are you glad I, you did this?" I know. I want to see if like she got an actual good selfie, or if she like took the picture like <laughs> while mid fall. <laughs> it's the picture of like her hair and like the the sea, and then like, she, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I don't actually of her. Well, luckily her chin looked better this. Ep- I mean, she had the bandage off, and it looked normal so it could have been worse but yeah that's hilarious um so yeah before her her one-on-one we went on the on the group date um and this one were they doing was it karate or taekwondo like what's I don't even know what they were doing you know my uneducated ass has no idea I I think they made some sort of some sort of allude allusion to kung fu I don't know if that's actually kung fu but it was some sort of martial arts yeah I don't know. They were getting taught by like, yeah. And like Colton, like fake fights this dude. And they're like, Oh my gosh, my hero. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh boy, here we go. And like, what's funny is like, he starts pitting all these girls against each other. And then it's like an aside to the camera. And he's just like, Oh, maybe, maybe fighting wasn't a good idea for the state. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I think these girls want to kill each other. They seriously do. Oh. I know. But it, I thought this date would have been fun, though, because I'm like, it would have been fun to, like, n- kick the living shit out of somebody. I mean, they were safe yeah. about it. But I'm like, I would have maybe, I don't know. I feel like if, but I feel like if I was like, it was you and me fighting, you would totally kick my ass, though. <laughs> Which, no. Yes. The thing is, like, what was kind of funny is, like, some of the girls, like, weren't, I mean, it's like they're lovers, not fighters. And they're, like, giggling and, like, hitting each other. Yes. Like, when Demi went in, I mean, she came for blood, but she got her ass kicked. She did. I thought that was hilarious. It was really she funny. It. But, like, again, Hannah B growls for the camera. And I'm Ugh. like, can we, is this still a thing? She keeps calling Why herself. she's still growling? Yeah, she keeps calling herself Hannah Beast. And I'm like, that's not a thing. Stop trying uh, to make it a thing. No. It was just, it was horrible. Go away, Hannah. Oh my so, God. But yeah, then, anyway, I mean, the only other significant thing that happened is uh, Sydney, which we've had no, uh, like, one-on-one time really with, with Sydney either, and she basically just comes to him and tells him, like, hey, I, it's just, I don't know if it's during this date that she leaves or she does it separately. I think it's during this date, but she comes up to him and basically says, like, you've been giving me zero FaceTime. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Is that kind of like the gist of it that you got? Yeah, that's kind of what I got, which, I mean, I kind of feel like it's fair. And I mean, as opposed to like Elise, where it's just like, I just can't believe you're giving all these other girls attention. It's kind of like, hey, you know what? Clearly we're not vibing. I'm not really getting any one-on-one time with you. And I feel like if she really liked him, she would have stayed, but you know, it's kind of like no one to cut your losses. And I think that she did that. So, I mean, I'm cool with it. I like Sydney. Okay. But again, she doesn't have much of a story with Colton. So I think it's okay that she jumped off. Yeah. But at the, the same time it, she was making it seem like, I don't know, maybe she could have been trying to, and he was just giving her nothing back. But again, I'm like, the point of this is you need to go after him and have that talk with him. But it, I mean, if she, maybe she wasn't really feeling him much either. So she was like, it's probably better to cut my losses and leave. Yeah. So I, I just think I like what I remember. She said that Colton won't let her in, but ah, yes. I mean, it's all so surface anyway. Like most of the show is so surface and I'm like, I mean, yeah. 
I I'm not surprised. Yeah. But anyway. Um yeah, so after that we have our our final one-on-one with with Kerpa and so I was excited for her because I remember from the very first episode we were talking and I was, I said I was like disappointed because she's so beautiful. Like from looking at I'm like, she, she is, is so yeah. beautiful and she's got a good job. Like she's a dental hygienist. She has beautiful teeth too. She's just her yes. face. Like she's just gorgeous. She doesn't wear a ton of makeup and she doesn't need to because she's mm-hmm. beautiful. She's um, awesome. <laughs> I will say if, so the, to the beginning of this date, if you watch my stories on Instagram on the Just Peachy page, the one thing that I polled our listeners on too and it's like a pet peeve of mine is they went to, to go I think they started off they had lunch somewhere and they sat at a table but on the same side of the table and <laughs> I don't know about you and if you're one of these people I'm sorry but I will also judge you but when you go out to a restaurant do you sit next to Austin or do y'all sit across from each other you sit no, across? Sit across from each other. Okay. Because that, that way we can look at each other and talk. Yes. I mean, the only time I think I could maybe justify it is if you're, like, splitting a meal and, like, you're in, like, a group of people. It's, like, it's going to be less awkward for you to, like, split your entree oh, if you're right next yes. to each other. Yes, that's fine. I'm just talking just when like it's just you date. two on a date. Like, those couples, when you go into a restaurant and they're sitting on the same side next to each other, I'm like, it just, I don't know why it bugs me so much. I think it's so weird. Um, And they did this. And I was like, okay. Maybe I'm a weirdo and I'm the only one that thinks this is weird. And that's why I pulled our <laughs> followers on Instagram. There was not one person who said that they sit on the same side. So I was like, okay, I feel better about my judgy uh-huh. ass self. <laughs> so no, it is weird. Okay. It is weird. Okay. Well, they did it. Maybe the producers told them to do it. But I was like, I don't care. That's still weird. There's a chair right across from it. I don't know. So they went to lunch and then I don't even know what their date was. Did they walk around Vietnam? Is that what they did? Did they do anything significant? I don't remember. Why, okay, let me let me just fess up here. So I paid very little attention to the middle of this episode purely because I saw an ad when I was watching the episode for our local news that was like totally debunking like this or not debunking. That's not the, the word. They're just totally tearing down this like local Instagram influencer <gasps> that I actually followed for a while oh. and I'm cracking up because she is totally full of shit and I'm so glad somebody finally called her out on it so I anyway so yeah I'm like fast forwarding because I'm like I want to watch the rip apart Brittany Dawn yes so, oh my anyway. gosh yes yeah, so, I heard about I, that I heard about that but I didn't I, I saw it and I was like oh I didn't realize she's from Dallas I thought it was like a national story it's like a Dallas focused like influencer or well, like yeah, so she's she's in Dallas, but it was a national story. Like I, I oh. went and like Googled it because like I couldn't wait that long to find out what happened. And I mean, like all these different like online web sources have come out because people from across the nation have been buying her workout plans mm-hmm. and like she'll send it to them way, way, way late, like weeks late if they get sent at all. And like once they get there, they're just very generalized. And she's supposed to have like some setup where you have full access to her and she'll text you. She's like a coach. You check in with her. And there was none of that. So people were asking for their money back, but she was, and she was like, or they were asking for their money back on Instagram and her comments. And she would just like delete the comments and then like not ever respond to them. So then she got, (laughs) actually went on the the better business bureau website. She has a, a, a bunch of claims on the better business bureau website from people that are saying that she's scammed them out of money. So and I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I know this is totally separate from The Bachelor. And I'm just going on and on. But basically, she issued an apology video. And it's her reading off her phone and kind of like, I think she's crying at one point. But it was yeah. almost kind of like more of like, I'm sorry I got caught. And I'm truly sorry that I Did. made a mistake yeah. and, and didn't treat you guys the way that you deserve to be treated. It was just like, oh, I'm sorry for being famous. And I couldn't keep up with all the fame. Oh, my God. And I'm like shut up you look like a donkey (laughs) that's yeah all I saw was yeah the headline of it on the news and then yeah the like a short video of her yeah like crying being like I'm so sorry that's all I saw and I was like oh maybe I'll look at this later crying all like her her fake tan off it's hilarious (laughs) anyway so I don't I'm a a judgy asshole but no moving on (laughs) that's okay so I don't blame you for being sucked into that and and, uh not paying attention to the bachelor but again this this date yeah I think it I I was watching it and paying very close attention to it and I don't even remember much from it don't know really what all they did (laughs) but they went to dinner then later that night and it came out that she was actually engaged before 
Um, oh, yeah. And that, I do remember that. Yeah. And so she, Colton's like asking her questions about that. And she's talking about how I guess they were uh, together for like eight years, just got super, super comfortable with each other and they got engaged. And she was smart enough just to call it off because realize like there's just no passion there. And so he was just asking her questions about that oh and I guess it came out too she was like the way reason I feel very comfortable with you too is because he was also in fact a virgin like more virgin talk (laughs) that her uh eight-year boyfriend so I don't know if she's a virgin then too I have no I didn't even think about that oh that's interesting because she's um she's like Colton's age or a little younger if she dated him for eight years if she dated him for eight years and was engaged to him I mean that would made the started dating when she was like 17 or 18 but unless she you know had sex when she was younger than that nope I mean it's fine if she did but but I don't know um so she she gets a rose um and then we go to I guess then before shocker biggest shocker for me and maybe you were shocked too before we even get to the next day for a cocktail party where Demi decides she wants to go and talk to Colton one-on-one and goes to him and basically tells him does she say I'm in love with you or I'm falling in, in I think she says I'm falling in love with you and was really uh-huh. sweet about it. And then Colton basically was like, oh, well, that's really nice. But I think I should send you home because I don't feel the same way about you. <laughs> I wish I could say same Z's. Yeah. But... But, oh, and it felt so bad. She actually started broke down crying. And I was like, oh, this is it was so I felt really oh, bad man. for her. Um, I knew she wasn't going to win, but I was just shocked that but good for him for not making her suffer through a cocktail party or a rose ceremony and telling yeah. her right then. But so no more Demi, which I mean, it is uh, going to come to that at some point, but yeah, oh well. she was, she was good material. Yeah. I'll give her that. So, yeah. so she, she can go home and visit with her felon of a mother and, you know, <laughs> get back yeah. to life yes. as normal Red Oak, Texas. Oh, and also about that before that she'd called her mom on the group date and was like, Colton, I want you to be here with me while I call my mom. Cause she's just got out of prison and calls her and puts her on speakerphone. And that conversation was super awkward. Um, and she was like, mom, this is Colton. And they talked, Colton didn't even say two damn words. And then she alluded to, she was like, Oh, and mom, I'm going to be so excited when you, when you meet him, when um, I bring him home for the hometown dates. I'm like, Oh, that's awkward. Looking back on him, like, and you're uh, you're not bringing Colton's him home. So like this this is not these are not my people. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and then she busts out these like prison crafts that her mom sent her from prison. She's like, and this lady made this ladybug knitted purse, and these ladies are so amazing, and I just want to meet them all. And I'm like, uh, why do you have these with you on a trip to Vietnam? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confused. I don't know. Oh God! So now we're down to, and then he sends Katie home at the rose ceremony too. She didn't get a ton of screen oh, time yeah. either. She was, she was one. She had really pretty eyes. That's what I wrote down about Katie. She is pretty. Yeah, eyeballs. I can't remember much about her, but no. she does tell him on the way out that there's girls there that aren't oh, ready yeah. to be engaged. Yes, and so Colton's like, well, she's now the second person to have told me this. So what am I missing? Like, which one of the girls in the house, or which few of the girls? are not here to be married because yeah. he's very serious. I and mean, he said this multiple times. He's like, I'm here or I feel strongly that my wife is in this group of girls. Yep. So clearly he's, he's not, you know, like in the past there's been bachelor bachelorette seasons where they're like, well, I'm just looking for someone to fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they may or may not propose to that person, but like he's made it clear that he's looking for his soulmate. So for whoever it is to not be invested, I think is kind of unsettling for him, but it sounds like next week is finally when he jumps the fence. Yes. Yes. This is what I'm here for. I'm so excited for this. (laughs) I'm so excited. I know Austin's watching it with me. I was like, Austin, Austin, it's next week. (laughs) He's like, what's next week? Like, look at him. Watch him just like leap over that fence in a single bound. Yes. Crazy. Oh, so excited. Well, we'll have a lot to talk about next week when that happens. Hopefully it's not a letdown of like Uh, how, you know, it's just that they've been building it up so much. (laughs) Um, They'll probably do it at, like, the very end with, like, one minute left, and then it'll cut off with Chris Harris. Uh, they would do that. They would do that and tease it for the next I, episode. I have a feeling. <laughs> well, enough yeah. about enough about The anyway. Bachelor. Let's move on to Real Housewives, and I'm excited to talk about this. Like I said, because I just binge-watched. I mean, I think this is, is this season nine that they just premiered, or is it eight? Or I think it's season nine. Maybe it's eight. I think eight. it's season nine, because I feel like the, the series started – in 20 i think 2010 i'm pretty sure 2010 
you and I started watching it when we were in college. Yeah. That was the very first season. Yes. So. Yeah. So, man, yeah. That was, that was a lot of episodes for me to watch within the past, like, three months. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. But yeah, I got re- reacquainted with all of the ladies. Um, And we have a new, yet a new addition. We didn't lose anybody coming into this season. Because last season, we I mean, we've got the originals. We've got Lisa Vanderpump, Kyle Richards. They're the only two original ones standing, I think, from the very beginning, right? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Like, Brandy left. Camille. Camille's around as, like, a friend She's, of the show, which yeah. I really wish they would bring her on full time. I do, too. I love Camille now. I used to hate her, but now oh, I, I do love too. her. Oh, I do, too. Yes. Um, so, um, and, Lisa, and then. Uh, we've got Lisa Renna, who's been on for a while now, too. Yeah. Um, and then, Eileen was on a couple seasons ago and I really liked her too. And now she's and not, she's but... gone. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? Okay. Anyway. So Teddy is back for her second season. Um, er- Erica Jane. <laughs> love, I love her. I don't know love what your her. thoughts are on her, but she's a hot mess. Well, okay. I go back, I go back and forth on her because like, I used to love her, but like the thing is I love Teddy so much and I feel like she's so relatable and sweet and she was so horrible. She was a Teddy. bitch to her last season. It was so She was oh, so mean so to bad. her for no reason. I was just like, man, like I love how sassy you are, but you're just so hateful for no reason. Yeah, she's had I think it's so. been she's had those two freakouts um since I've watched where her very first freak out was on poor Eileen when they were um oh, I don't remember remember but she brought Eileen brought up her son and was I she guess talking about law enforcement yeah because her son's yeah. a police officer and she brought up something about Eileen or about Erica's son and she like turned into a rage monster and was like don't you fucking ever talk about yeah. my son he could and just like ooh, it was a demon yeah, came out of her body and Eileen was like oh no no, no. I was I we didn't yeah. mean anything I was I was just asking you a simple question just this demon came out of her body and she did that she did that to teddy last season too and i don't even remember what teddy said to her and i was like oh my god but other than that (laughs) i really like erica just because she's a yeah crazy i think she's hilarious like i mean her lifestyle is so wild and like she's married to somebody that's like 30 years older than she is oh yeah he's i mean god i think it might be even older than that because he's maybe so he's I swear he's like 85 or 86 and Erica's probably like in her mid 40s he is an old man maybe he's not that old but he's in his maybe early 80s I don't know but it's old um (laughs) yeah um yeah I think you're right actually we'll have to I don't know I'll have to check on that yeah don't quote me but but he's a lot older than her um and the, yeah. oh, and Dorit is back too. She, this is her. Ugh. I know. No. I, I can't, I can't Ugh. stand her. Um, Gross. <laughs> who else am I missing? I think that. Um, okay, so we got Kyle, we got Lisa, we got Lisa. Um, Denise Richards. Oh, the, yes, she's our I addition. Love she's our addition. Yeah, she's our addition. Okay, and like I watched this with Austin. Believe it or not, like I got him to watch it, and he was he was very like begrudgingly like just trying to be a sweet husband and watch it with me. But once he found out that Denise Richards was on it, like he was pumped. He's like, I oh, like yeah. her. She seems like a normal person. She seems down to earth, <laughs> and I, I have to agree with him. Like I think she's yep. hilarious, and she's got a good sense of humor about her Charlie Sheen days. And I was like, I'm excited yeah. to see where her story goes this season. Me too. I was gonna say that I think we had no short of five Charlie Sheen references this very first episode. I'm like, he's going to be brought up yeah. a ton, but I mean, All I get it. It's freaking Charlie Sheen and he's a hot mess express of a man. I think, how long were they married? I think they were only married for like four or five years, maybe. And they don't have a kid together. Right. Um, I don't I think, think it they... was like five years. Yeah. I don't think that they, I can't have... remember. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they do, but I yeah. just like the thing that stuck out the most what is that clip that they played of Lisa Rinna and Charlie Sheen? <gasps> yeah. And he's like licking her toes. <laughs> like, Ooh, so creeped out by that. So creepy. Yes. Uh, uh, just yeah. ick. Gross. Ick. Yes. <laughs> um, but so I think that the, the whole season opener was crazy. Are we missing anybody else? I think that that's it for them. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I mean, we start off, I mean, they, they preface the, the, the premiere with foreshadowing of what's going to happen. I mean, they foreshadow like two months from all the, the stuff that's going down where Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle are at each other's throats, which they're supposed to be the closest of the close. And I don't know what happens, but I followed along with all the, the ladies like while they're filming and doing a lot of stuff. And I mean, they made it seem like, 
Lisa Vanderpump's not around for a lot of stuff. I don't, I mean, they, yeah. I know that a, a big plot line of this first episode too was, I mean, Lisa talking about her brother who committed suicide and like, I, you can tell it's affected her in a horrible way, which I guess it would affect anybody too. But um, yeah. she's kind of, you just never really see Lisa cry or anything. And she cried like three or four times this episode. I'm like, oh, so she's very uh, a hot emotional yeah. express. And I go back and forth on Lisa Vanderpump. I don't know your opinion on her. There are times I love her and there are times I absolutely hate her. I think she likes to stir the pot, yes. which I kind of love and hate. There but, would be like, no show. I like her. I mean, she, <laughs> I think like she's kind of the grand dame of Beverly Hills. Um, and I just, I think her little one-liners, I think she's so witty yeah. and it's like, she'll kind of undercut you and you won't even realize that she's doing it. And like, I, I don't know, like there's something that I just kind of applaud about that. <laughs> Like, yeah, I want to have like the wit and grace to like tell somebody to go to hell and have them enjoy the trip like she does. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like I gotta, I gotta hand it to her. And uh, I mean, like her, gosh, her Villa Rosa is just next level. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! And like Austin's watching it with me. He's like, why does her front door? consist of glass doors is this is like a a boutique I was like, no it's no Villa Rosa. yes with her swans and her horses swans. yeah and her little mini horses in the backyard and don't call my swan a fucker <laughs> i died yes. when she said that so yes funny. so oh. anyway but yeah it opens with them just like screaming and ken lisa's husband orders kyle out of the house yeah and I mean, it's really disheartening because i really have enjoyed watching their friendship over the last like you know nine eight years, nine years yeah yeah but you know the last like year or two I kind of feel like things have started to unravel for them so this yep. isn't really surprising to me yeah. but I'm wondering what led up to this massive outburst and I'm sure we'll get to that at some point in the season but mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah I don't so know this may be end of the line for now for for Kyle and for Lisa yeah. but um well another I I, I, oh sorry go ahead. go ahead no I was gonna say another big plot line I don't know if this could have anything to do with it but you can tell alliances are starting to kind of form where I know the season before a big thing was that there's Lisa Vanderpump and then who's really good friends with Dorit and who's also really good friends with Kyle and the huge you know plot line around them was that like Kyle felt like she was um being or I guess that she was no longer her best friend because Dorit was, and it was just them going back and forth on who's Lisa Vanderpump's best friend. And and then oh, I feel yeah. like coming into this season that Dorit and Kyle might get a little bit closer. And I don't know if they start coming to realization of like how Lisa Vanderpump can kind of be manipulative and takes advantage of people. That's, she can I don't know. She people off each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then a, a big plot line was um, since Lisa Vanderpump has her, Vanderpump Dogs organization with all the dog rescues and that Dorit I guess rescued a dog from them and then it somehow ended back up into a shelter and then I it was a it it got blown way out of proportion but I think they make it seem like in the preview for like next week that they're going to make that a whole thing this season about Dorit and this dog which I don't know it seems like they're grasping at a storyline but maybe not well and I remember in the off season seeing something to that effect on the Instagram account. Cause I mean, Lisa, I don't remember. I don't, I don't follow Dorit on Instagram because I just found I cannot stand Dorit. So it must've been on Lisa's, but I feel like I remember seeing something like shady that she was saying, or somebody had commented in response to something that she had posted and was Basically, the the bottom line was like, like whenever I dug through the comments was that Dorit had returned a dog that she had adopted from Vanderpump Dogs. And that was the only side of the story that I heard. But once we get into the episode, it talks about how, or Dorit talks about how the dog, I guess, bit PK. Which oh, I'm yeah. like, thank God somebody bit PK. I can't stand PK. <laughs> can't either. <laughs> he, ta- he probably provoked it. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess they... They didn't return it to Vanderpump Dogs. They gave it, they rehomed it and they gave it to another lady who they thought was going to give it a good home. And then somehow the dog found its way back to Vanderpump Dogs. So the guy that runs Vanderpump Dogs obviously is very upset, as was Lisa. 
So there's a whole side segment where Lisa like cries in front of everybody at, at Vanderpump Dogs over the situation. I'm wondering if it's more just cumulative stress from her her brother's passing and then yeah. this and she's running you know umpteen businesses i mean she's got so many restaurants i, I can't know. keep up with them but oh man so that yeah it seems like that's gonna be gonna become a whole thing because they talk about it later in the episode too well yeah when but, they go to um, they go to it was uh her and ken and then dorit and pk all go out to eat and i couldn't even focus on their conversation i know that they were talking about the dog but all i could look at was the mop that was on top of dorit's head her hair yeah, was, was horrendous that? what what the hell was on her head it was her hair but it looked it was know. like it was awful like 80s and it was horrid i mean this is also the same lady that wore like gold leaf in her hair to yes party at the very end of a season so i'm not surprised she thinks she's like high fashion couture and she's just it was just bad she had like this (laughs) like very ostentatious gucci shirt on she's wearing like a fanny pack luxury handbag i can't remember which one it's probably gucci but no i'm just for so many reasons, I'm so over Dorit. Like I, I'm over her fake like American British accent. Seriously, I'm over her nanny's taking care of her kids, but she wants to pretend like she's an involved mother. Like I'm just, I'm done with Dorit. I've been done with Dorit. Like anytime okay. she shows up on screen, I'm like, oh, her again. Yes. But um, I guess Lisa, yeah, was it Lisa that threw the the barbecue? I can't. No, no it was, it was Kyle. Kyle's house. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. So Kyle, the whole thing with kyle is she throws um a barbecue in this episode invites everybody over and so oddly enough dorit and teddy's sons kind of start to form a bond and they like enjoy playing together and they're begging the moms for a play date and it's like dorit and teddy historically don't get along but they're setting that aside for the sake of their kids so it'll be interesting to see if maybe they come together a little bit this season yeah just after their kids are spending time together so i kind of hope so but. well it's interesting because teddy came on to this the series last year because of dorit so really yeah i thought it was lisa no they oh, no, no, no she met lisa later on you're right yeah right. they knew each other because they went to like if it was like a mommy and me play date or something where there's like a group of moms with their kids and that's how they quote unquote met so that's right but yeah, then they had beef after that, and they they still have beef with each other. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but yeah, the season looks like it's going to be real good, full of drama as always. And I just I love I love all the seeing where all they go and Beverly Hills and just all their bougie shit that they do. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so out of like the group that we have on the cast right now, who's your favorite? I love Lisa Rinna. <laughs> I. Don't. Oh, Lisa Rinna is a mood. She, oh my gosh, she her and so her funny. her dance. Do you follow her on Instagram? No, Lisa but I Rinna. need to. She, I, I can't believe I don't. Because she always just posts these videos of her just dancing. It's just like her, like she sets her phone down and just like starts dancing and her moves. It they make me smile so big every time she does it because like she can move and she's just like feeling herself. And I'm like, this is all I need. And I feel like she's just like a party starter. She can be annoying, but for the most part, I, I love her so much and I hope she sticks around forever. So great. Yeah. Yes. Well, so like I, um, I also listen to, I don't know if some of our other listeners do this too. I hope you do. Cause it's so good, but I listen to, um, weekly dose of BS with Brandy, yes. uh, Brandy Redmond, Stephanie Holman, and they talk about going to, Andy Cohen's baby shower and mm-hmm. Lisa Rinna just like getting up on tables and being like, everybody dance, bitches, and just like going crazy. <laughs> Let your slut and- out tonight. Yeah. I'm like, That's oh, what my it God. Was. Yes, yeah. Yes. And so, uh, like, I was watching all these videos on Stephanie's Instagram story of Lisa just like bent over on the table, like shaking her head <laughs> back and forth, yes. like wiggling her ass in Andy's face. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, Lisa Rinna is a mood. Like yes. Lisa Rinna is, I don't know. You go, you go drunk, Lisa. I know. I love her. <laughs> so good. And they could not stop talking on that podcast about how great she was. Like she was the ultimate party starter at that, at that event. But yes. um, yeah, I also really enjoy Lisa. I'm trying to think of like who, oh, you know, if you'd ask me in seasons past, like I'd probably say Lisa Vanderpump, but, um, or Erica Jane. 
but um i think right now i just love teddy i love her story i like she comes from a famous family but really does not bank on that like Mm -hmm. she's kind of built her own empire as a fitness coach um she herself was overweight and fought to overcome that is now like i mean super fit oh yeah and like she's she's a real mom like i i don't know i just i admire so many of her her qualities i think she's a very real person so i agree um, yeah i have there's nothing i dislike about her um i the only thing i could say is she could maybe she just doesn't bring as much to the table as some of the other girls. She's just not as yeah. full of drama. That's the only reason. Like she's so yeah, normal. That's why I like her. Yeah. She doesn't make for good. If I had to pick like the the most dramatic character that I like the best, I think I'd probably go with Erica Jane. Oh, same. Because she's so funny. Like she's yes. so shady, but she's so funny. It's like for as wealthy and like bougie as she is, like she kind of comes across as like relatable sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just do you remember like the whole panty gate thing with her and Dorit where <laughs> yes. like PK was like looking up her skirt and being gross. Oh, and then, yes. And then Dorit brings her like the panties and she's mortified, which I'm like, out of all the people <laughs> to be mortified by a pair of panties, like why would it be Erica Jane? Like she yeah. dances on stage naked for gay guys all the time. Exactly. I know. So, oh. Oh, Erica Jane. She's something else. I actually have her songs on my Spotify, like on my workout list. I <laughs> so. need to doubt because yeah, every time they play them on the show, I'm like, oh, these are bangers. Like, yes, I'm getting yes, down with it. I'm like on the elliptical and I'm like, it's extensive to be me. <laughs> oh I love it. <laughs> That's so funny. So good. So good. Yeah, oh. I came home and I played it to my husband. I'm like, this is my jam. And he's just like, yeah, this is your jam. This is <laughs> What's that so mean? great. Oh, man. Oh, well, yeah, I'm excited yeah, for this. It's going to be a jam packed season. Yes, it's going to be great. So I'm excited to, to keep watching. Um, well, to kind of segue really quickly into, obviously I said it's Valentine's Day, so I feel like we have to talk about <laughs> Valentine's Day in general. And I, you and I, I feel like are this, the same on this, where I've just never really been into Valentine's Day, but maybe that's the case because growing up, like did, this probably happened at your schools too, like in middle school and in high school where you've got the secret admirer where you could go and like get a rose and have it delivered to your classroom and and it's like oh who's sending me a rose and I was one of the losers who never got anything and so it just soured me to the holiday in general oh I don't like I I gave candy grams to like my girlfriends so that was pretty much the extent of it like I I think I kind of got soured on it too because I spent so long being single on Valentine's Day and like, I, I think when you're single on Valentine's Day, it just sucks so much because you're like, I'm missing out on this. I should be getting flowers. I should be getting chocolate. And then you're in a relationship on Valentine's Day and you do what I do where you just go get takeout Thai food and drink champagne while you're watching Family Guy. Hey, that's <laughs> great. Really not like all that grandiose, but it's a fan. I mean, this is a fantastic Valentine's Day for me. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't care. But yeah, I just, I think it's hyped up so much and there's so much pressure surrounding it. And there yes. just doesn't need to be that I just don't I don't like it I mean Austin and I are pretty low-key like we don't I think the last two years I've been lucky to have him in town at all but if he's been in town like we've just either cooked at home or like like today we just got takeout and brought it home and we just like we'll exchange like small gifts and stuff and I get him a card he doesn't get he doesn't do cards so (laughs) I didn't get a card but it's okay I got you know just small gifts so I mean it's like we acknowledge it but we don't make like a whole thing out of it. Yeah. But like, I think what, I don't know about you, but like what drives me crazy. (laughs) I think this used to make me even more mad when I was single, but um, what drives me crazy are the people on Valentine's day that feel the need to post their pictures of the flowers and all the gifts that they get from their honey. And I'm like, you know what? Way to give a pat on the back to the person that you're with for doing what they're supposed to do yes like I'm sorry I don't need to see pictures of your roses like good for you like I, I don't know I just yeah I'm bitter no I'm like I'm not, no I'm not bitter not bitter in like the way that like I wish that that would happen because I mean like I I have a, a good husband who does all those things so I just don't feel the need to 
broadcast it. And exactly. I, I've never been that way about our relationship. And you guys really haven't either. No, never have been. And yeah, that drives me insane. And I think that people, they feel the need to post this because they need that, like, that, like other people to know, like, oh, someone does like me and like I feel like person. they just need the it's world validation. to yes it's the validation to it and I'm like nobody cares it's all today all scrolling I mean all it is is pictures of flowers or chocolate or jewelry or and, and today the uh, the people that are like getting engaged today and I'm like that's I would hate <laughs> hate hate that if that I'm like don't do it on the cheesiest day of the do be original about it don't do it on the day that's like the day of love. Like that's, I don't know. But I've seen like. Do it three- on March 3rd. Yes. Random day. But yeah, just the ob- obsessive need to post stuff about it. It drives me insane. And I'm like, we don't even do anything. I don't know that Justin and I have ever done anything. And if we have, like, it was obviously not anything insane. Where this year we, yeah, we didn't exchange anything. Although I will say he technically did get me a Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> the other morning I was getting ready for work and he comes in and goes, oh, I want to gift you. Um, I got you a Valentine's Day gift. And I was like, we never do that. What do you mean? And he went and opened it up. He bought me, or should I say us, a food processor. <laughs> oh, damn. That's a good Valentine's Day gift. I'm like, gift. hey, we needed a food processor. So I'll I take it all about the practical gifts, man. And I'm like, is, oh. But I wouldn't really call that a Valentine's Day gift. I'm like, we usually if we need shit, we just go and buy it. So you can allude right. to the fact that it's a Valentine's Day gift, but it's not really. But yeah, I've just never been in, <laughs> never been into it. I don't care about it. I'm not one of those girls that's like, oh, no, you don't need to get me anything. I don't want it. And then they don't do it. And then you're huffy and puffy about it. Like, like I can't believe you didn't give yeah. me anything. Like, no, I legitimately don't care. I, I just don't that's care. what I told him, too. I said. If I, if I want something, like I pretty much just buy it for myself and I've been buying a lot of stuff on sale for myself lately. So please don't feel the need to buy. And then he still, he still found something, which is very nice. But yeah, I was just like, I, I'm not asking you for anything for Valentine's day. And I don't mean that in like a roundabout, like you better buy me something kind of way. It's like, (laughs) you really don't need to get me anything. So speaking uh, of buying stuff, have you? (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say we've had, both of us have had some, uh, interesting, experiences as valentine's day in the past yes so please go ahead and tell me (laughs) oh my gosh yeah i don't i guess i haven't told you the story i can't believe i haven't told you the story so um when i was in college i i dated this wonderful boy like just so sweet probably like one of the first people that like i ever truly like loved with abandon and we it wasn't a long distance relationship except for like when we went home. Cause he, he lived in a different state and I lived in Texas. And so he was also, um, in the, in the Corps of cadets, which if you guys are familiar with Texas A&M, you know, that there's a Corps of cadets there. And so they're military a lot of times. And so over the summer they go and they do their training for the military. So in his mind, he was going to be gone that summer doing training for the military, which he was. So he was thinking, Hmm, what can I get Caitlin? to help put her at ease while I'm gone for these several weeks training. And, um, so he, he went and got this Valentine's day present for me. Um, I guess over Christmas break, cause I wasn't there whenever he told me about it, but he was, <laughs> so we were on the phone one day over Christmas break when he was gone uh, and back at home. And he's like, I got your Valentine's day present today. And I was like, okay. And so he's kind of hinting at it. He's like, yeah, I was thinking it'd be something that would kind of help you feel good about things like when I'm away. And I immediately stop him. I'm like, you didn't give me one of those dumb talking bears, did you? <laughs> and there was silence on the other end. Oh, and he was like, I thought I, I, I thought it would cheer you up. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. So what he did is he went to build a bear and he like got one of these teddy bears. And like, I guess there's, there's a function where you can record a message. Oh no. And so he recorded two sets. So you squeeze the bear's hand and it'll play a message, which I mean, is wonderful for like, I I think the original idea was that it's for kiddos when their parents are, uh, you know, that they travel and they're away and they can like hear the parents' voice and that makes them feel good. So (laughs) he did. Yeah. He, 
I mean, it was such such a thoughtful gift, and I was such an asshole about it. Like, I can't <laughs> believe it. Like looking back, I'm like cringing. I'm like, oh, he was such a sweet boy, and I was so mean so, to him about that bear. So, and then, of course, he still gives it to I was me. And he's ask. Just like, here's your bear. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Oh, bless his heart. He is so I'm sad. So mean. I'm so mean. Like, oh, it was the worst. Was thing. the bear like? So was it like, was it wearing clothes? Like, was it cute? Like, I think it was just like a white bear and it may have had like a heart over like it's like stop heart with stop (laughs) I don't I don't really remember I just remember that was like when oh that breakup was rough so that was like one of like the last things I eventually just like gave up and like had to get rid of but oh that's um, so sad yeah uh, that's such a sad way to end it. No, it, like for everybody that that doesn't know, I mean, like it, it has a very positive ending because I I ended up with my husband and then I met my husband whenever I was dating this boy, so it ended up fine. <laughs> but this yeah, we can. Poor we boy. Can get to, that's a, that's another story for another time. Yeah, we can get to that at some point, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh my god, oh I cannot believe that's yeah, poor thing. He was trying Caitlin so was hard. hard. Oh, he tried so hard and just that's so. Oh god. That's okay. Poor thing. At least he. <laughs> oh, so... oh, God. Oh, so what about you? Have you had any like bad Valentine's yeah, Day so... experiences? <laughs> well, it's funny because I, you know, I said earlier, you know, I was, I felt like such a loser in like middle and high school because I never got anything like during the, on Valentine's Day, you know, when people would become giving you stuff and whatnot. And so I never was just never dated anybody um, up until I've only dated two people in my entire life. One of them was my, my ex-boyfriend and, and then my now husband. And so I met my ex-boyfriend. We met senior year of high school and we met um, like end of March, senior year of high school. So I mean like right before I was about to graduate and move away for college, we met. Um, and the thing with him, like he was like such a nice guy. And like to this day, like I have nothing really bad to say about him I mean we dated for three and a half years and so like obviously he was great but just ultimately not the person for me and so we dated long our whole relationship was long distance because I went off to college to to A&M and he was still back in our hometown and so obviously we were we we saw each other relatively a lot but there was times when you know obviously we were long distance I didn't see him during the week and we could go sometimes a month without seeing each other so I came home one weekend in February Um, This was probably my sophomore or junior year of college. And so I'm home for the weekend. And so it's uh, around Valentine's Day. And so he's like, he comes over to my parents' house. I'm staying at home with my parents. And he shows up at the front door and he's got this, this teddy bear with him, right? It's not, it's not a teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) So this is not a teddy bear from Build-A-Bear. He didn't go build it. He just bought it at some, some store, right? So I open the door and I'm like, oh, and as soon as I, I mean, as soon as I open the door, I see the bear and I, I love stuffed animals. I'm still the weirdo that I have two stuffed animals. I still sleep with one of them is a stuffed bear that I've had since I was born. Like one of my dad's coworkers Aww. bought when I was born, bought a bear and gave it to me. And I, I still sleep with it to this day. So I love stuffed animals and growing up I did. So I was like, oh, another stuffed animal. Like I'm excited. As soon as I opened my parents' door, it was just this like overwhelming powerful cologne smell and I was like oh. it was like shot me in the face and he hands me the bear and he's like I sprayed it with my cologne so that you can take it back to school and you can smell me like you can think of me and smell <laughs> smell me when I'm not there and give you comfort and I was like oh like it smelled so bad okay no. so I was like oh that's so sweet and whatever and so he came in and I brought this bear inside <laughs> And so he was there for like a little bit and then left because he had to go home or he had to go back to work is what he was doing. And he was going to come back over later that night to see me. And so as soon as he left, my parents were like, you need to put that bear outside right now. It was <laughs> smelled so bad in our house. Like it was, I mean, he, sp- I, he dumped like a whole bottle of cologne on this bear. So I put it outside. Like I was like, okay, yeah. On this bear. <laughs> yes. And so... <laughs> Later that night, I forgot that the bear was outside. He comes back over and he's like, why is the why is the bear outside on your parents' porch? And I'm like, what am I supposed to say? So I was like, oh, um, yeah, the, the it was started to give my dad a headache because I mean, it, it was giving everybody a headache and he was so oh embarrassed. God. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just really wanted it to smell. And I was like, yeah, it's it's fine. Like, it's so great. But like it 
was hor- and he was just so embarrassed I felt so bad for him because he was like oh I didn't mean to like make your <laughs> parents be. upset That's like I just it was so embarrassing I couldn't take it to college with me because I was like it like there was no saving it like that poor bear there was no saving it <laughs> but to this day now so my parents own their own business where they um screen print t-shirts and do embroidery and stuff for people like if you want like individual stuff made or for like your business and whatnot and so they have these like little cute little like baby sized t-shirts that like people can look at colors of t-shirts and stuff for so they brought the bear once the cologne smell was gone it's now down at my parents work sitting on like when you first walk in at the reception desk it's sitting there with a little (laughs) t-shirt on it oh my gosh that is awesome so the smell's gone but that's what yeah bear lives on it does live on so (laughs) It, that was that was my so it's so funny both of ours involved a bear <laughs> so yours was a talking bear mine was a bear that smelled like horrible cologne I'm just imagining him like picking like some you know just quintessential like 19 year old boy cologne that like doesn't know how to pick out cologne yet and just picks like whatever everybody else is wearing so it's like curve or like polo blue or like yes <laughs> something I mean those like polo blue is actually not bad but like something like really cheap that just stinks to high head oh my mm-hmm. gosh yeah like axe um oh. so wow. um it's hard well I mean gosh we're already basically almost at our hour <laughs> so we've been talking I for know. a while I told you guys there's so much to talk there's about so much to talk about do, do you want to do we want to do a quick question? And Let's do a, kind of yeah, a quick question that we can our, yeah, just do our we okay. have yeah a quick question and we'll we'll wrap up the show. Okay, so Emily from Houston just asked us, "Hi Peaches, my boyfriend bought oh my goodness, <laughs> my boyfriend bought me a gift for Valentine's Day, hmm. but as thoughtful as it is, it's just not my style. How do I tactfully bring this up with him? We've only been dating for three months." Uh-oh. Oh, uh, that's so oh, hard. This, 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 it's tricky. Okay. Oh, no. Well, okay. So I, I mean, I feel like honesty is the best policy. Um, Rip that bandaid because- off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very honest about how I felt about that bear. <laughs> well, you don't want to set the, the thing. Uh, the thing is, you don't want to set the precedent that, like, this is what you like. Or say, I don't know if he bought you an article of clothing or if it was a piece of jewelry. And if you act like you like it so much, he's going to think, okay, I know her style. And this is this is what I'm going to keep getting her stuff like this. And you're going to be stuck with it forever. And if you stay with this guy long term, it's going to come out. If it comes out, like, six or seven years from now that you hate all of this shit, it will make him feel horrible like can you imagine like I can't think oh, of this so bad. it'd be so bad so I yeah to your point I'm like rip that band-aid off right now and be like look this is so thought like I I'm so glad you thought about me for this but like if I'm being honest like I would prefer something like this you know and it's gonna hurt his feelings like it for sure will but I think it's like you said it honesty is the best policy here you've got you've got to tell him uh, Otherwise, it's misery for you. It's misery for you going forward. I mean, I don't know. I I hate confrontation, though. Yeah, me too. But at the same time, I I always feel like the point of a gift is to give the other person something that they're going to enjoy. So if that's the intention, he saw something he thought would make you happy. It just didn't. You know, maybe just be like, hey... I'm not particularly into this style of necklace that you got me from Jared, but I've been looking at this necklace. You know, I really appreciate the thought that you put into it, but is there any chance we can maybe exchange it for this? I just, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but yeah, I, oh gosh, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah. It's, 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 you have to balance it because I don't know if you watched Friends as much as I did growing up, but like I still watch it religiously to this day. But you don't want to be a Rachel Green, which is where she she's known to be given gifts. And everyone knows that when you give her a gift, she's going to either return it or exchange it for something else. Like you don't want to be that girl, you know. Oh, my God. I'm Rachel Green. Okay. No. Oh, does Austin do you does Austin get you stuff that you are like, do you tell him or do you just go return it? No, no, no. Austin. So Austin, Austin's usually really good. And like, he, he gets me stuff, but I, uh, <laughs> I really hope none of these people are listening to the podcast. Um, so I've definitely, uh, re-gifted items, um, from not 
not like my side of family members, but um, people related to Austin, whether blood or not. Um, and I will just leave it at that. Um, and I have regressive oh. items to said people. Uh, yeah. So anyway, okay. this wasn't my style. So I passed it along to somebody whose style it would be. Okay. And I think that they. Well, that's, benefit, that's so. different for someone that's not like your significant other. Someone that's not going to be getting you gifts all the time. So. I think there's a pass on that for you. But if it was Austin continuously getting you gifts that you're turning around and just like exchanging without telling him, that's a different story. So (laughs) no, no. Austin knows to ask me. He knows I'm very picky. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, listener, what I, we, I think we've come to the agreement on is just talk to them and just gently tell them like, you're so appreciative of the thought, but this just isn't really your style and something like, and show him and like have him come with you and like exchange it. And so he knows going forward, like, okay, maybe this way, or maybe he'll know then going forward, be like, oh, just talk to my friend Jan or whoever and be like, have her help you buy something, someone that, a girl that really knows your style and like hook him up with someone for future gifts and be like, if you, because you don't want him to worry and stress going forward. He's going to be like, oh God, she's going to hate everything I get her. Be like, no, like if you don't want me to know about it, ask so-and-so and and she can help you. I don't know. It's going to be awkward, but you just got to do it now while you're early on in the relationship. So that's what I'd cool okay well let's time to wrap it up so obviously we're going to finish off on our juicy peach and peach pit of the week so we're going to start with the pit so we end on a high note so what is your peach pit of the week caitlin (laughs) so i feel like such a douche because like i did this last week too and like both of my juicy peach and peach pits have to do with the gym but Honestly, like that's such a big part of my life. So I don't even care. So here goes. <laughs> so this week, um, my, uh, my macros got cut. And for those of you all that aren't familiar with macros, there's three different major types of macros. There's carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Mm-hmm. So that makes up, you know, what we all eat. So I have a very specific amount of each of those macros allocated to each day. And for a while I was eating a whole lot and getting just real fat and sassy and enjoying life and setting personal records and all kinds of stuff. And then this week it was like, okay, so we're going to cut back so you can get skinny again, which will be great if it happens. But meanwhile, I am hangry all the time. I want way more food than I'm getting, but uh, you know what? It's just such as, such as life. Such is life. Hope that my stomach shrinks over the next couple of weeks. Yes. (laughs) Oh, well, um, so I guess my, my peach pit, which we will talk about this at a later date, but it's just so fresh on my mind and it just made my stomach just, ugh, it, it made it cringe. So have you started watching, um, on Netflix, there's that documentary that is rec- it's been out for a while, but it's really gained popularity recently called, um, abduct is abducted in plain sight, I think is what it's called. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Oh God. <laughs> Where it's. Oh. Yeah, where it's about this girl from the in the yeah. 70s that was abducted and kidnapped from a very close family friend two times out of two different occasions was abducted this 12-year-old girl from a creepy man next door that was married and had a family. And it just the story itself, the way it's told the, the series of events that happened, it's just one of those where like watching it like literally my mouth was open the entire time and just pure shock and just disgust and oh my god, like the story is I couldn't stop watching it though. Like it's gross and creepy, but it's just the, the way that things happen that like, you have to watch it. If you've not watched it, I don't want to give anything away. Cause I, I, I know Caitlin, I think you haven't watched it or you haven't watched the whole thing. And I want to talk to you about it's it. It's not an hour and it's just, it's horrid. You've got 30 horrid. more minutes to get through. It's only an hour and a half, but okay. it's just, it gives you the biggest pit of, you know, just children and men and just, Oh, it was it just gives you a pit. So <laughs> that is my pit oh, of the week. What? That's your peach pit. Yes. So what is your your juicy peach? Okay. Again, this has to do with the gym. I'm sorry. I hate myself for <laughs> even doing this to you guys. So I, I promise next week that my peach and peach pit will be not related to any of this. But um, so my juicy peach was that I hit another personal record. Yay. So I know last week um, I told you guys about my squat and then um, I tested again on my deadlift and I deadlifted 295 pounds, which I'm Holy super shit. proud of. So super, super excited. Good God, you beast. I've been working a long time on that. So it's like, it finally happened. So again, it's not going to happen again for a while because whenever you get your macros cut, you don't have as much energy and you can't lift as heavy as you used to. It's just the way it goes. But I am willing to set that aside for yes. short season. So man, yeah. 
Woo! Go you. That's so impressive. I'm very proud of you. What was your... Um, Thanks. What was your Juicy Peach? So mine... (laughs) I I started watching a a new TV show. (laughs) And it's made me really happy. Ooh. And it's just a trashy, it's a new trashy TV show that I'm watching. I don't know if you've watched it or not, but I started watching Siesta Key. Have you watched any of Siesta Key on MTV? No, I've I've heard of it, but it, okay, explain. So it is a show. So it's based in Siesta Key in Florida. Um, and it's basically like a Laguna Beach is what it is. It follows these kids around that are like post high school they're like in their they're like 20 to 22 years old and it just follows them around during their summer in siesta key and they're all hooking up with each other and cheating and girls being bitches to each other i mean it's basically a laguna beach in the hills like she's just in florida and it's i've only what so this it just started season two they're on like episode three or four of season two so I'm going back and watching season one and it is highly addicting and I have just been I've been glued to the tv nonstop watching it so I would suggest if you have any downtime to watch it and it's just it's it's funny that it's my juicy peach because I mean there's so much drama there's pit there's pit worthy stuff in it but it it just makes me smile watching it and the theme song to it I'm pretty sure it's Carly Rae uh what's the girl's name that sings the um uh, shoot. I, I just met you and it's just crazy. Oh yeah, Car- call me maybe. Yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes. Okay. It's her that sings the intro song. Um, I'd never heard it before, but it just makes you just like smile and like just dance every time it comes on. So that's my juicy nice. peach because it makes me so happy. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. It's yes. almost like a throwback, but it's something new. It just makes, it's yes. something familiar. Exactly. Can, yeah. So get behind that that's cool well um i think that about wraps it up for our episode this week um to our listeners don't forget if you do want to call in for advice i know we've had a ton of people messaging us but please do remember to call in our number is 972-885-9361 and don't forget to follow us on both twitter and instagram we are our peachy podcast um we'll have updates every week on whatever if we're watching The Bachelor, Real Housewives, we'll have lots of updates on there. So continue to follow us there and we will see you guys next week. Bye.